Welcome, 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 Fret Talk listeners. It is episode number one, Baldy Foe. You are here with your your podcast host, your talk man. It is Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. Yeah, I'm good with words. Uh, you're also here, joined by the man who's giggling at my ineptitude. It is Mr. Matthew Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hey. Do the talky words thingies. Yep, I am here to fully do the talking with words, <laughs> quite a few pauses, and quite a lot of ums in there as well. Yeah. Um, so we're going we're gonna to mix it up a little bit this week. We're going to mix it up a little bit. Um, we're going to do, we're going to start off, because uh, what we've been up to is, uh, is essentially the entire podcast, because... Funnily enough, during a global <laughs> pandemic, not many companies want to release uh, like, <laughs> release products. They don't want to release like heavy ticket items. Um, I mean, there's a few. Strymon are really pissing in the wind with this one, aren't they? Um, yeah, they're, they're the last company I'd think of as to be like... You'd expect maybe Electroharmonics, because, you know, they... They'll release a pedal no matter what's going on in the world. Yeah, <laughs> those like electroharmonics and cockroaches are the things that will survive anything, aren't they? Like, yeah, you, you can guarantee you can set your watch by uh, by an electroharmonic release. Um, but yeah, I don't. I've I've not checked their website, so I don't know if they have released anything recently. I it, haven't seen anything on the forums that I'm in, which generally means that they haven't released anything. Oh, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that they haven't, but <laughs> uh, it's just not been not been of note. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna leave the the what we've been up to is a little bit because we're gonna gonna have a nice little segment uh, to start this podcast. Before we do that segment, I'm gonna give the shout out to the Patreon viewers, listeners, patronizers. I'm gonna give a shout out to you guys. Um, Mainly because I'll probably forget towards the end, and <laughs> I'm contractually obliged to uh, give you a shout out. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, the I did I checked up on our Patreon this week, and the the fund is kind of just slowly ticking up, ticking up, ticking up to a point where we can actually do something with it. Um, so good things are going to be happening with that soon. Um, but I'm going to give the shout out to the patronizer. So, Mr. Andrew Bimson. Mr. Adam Yeomans, Mr. Doug Christ. Um, Mr. Doug Christ was on a, a Tone Jerk special uh, last week, so check that out. Check it out. Good man. Um, who else have we got? Have we done? Bimson Yeomans, we've done. Doug. Yeah. We've got Joe of Everything Joseph, who's just constantly churning out melt-your-face proggy shred. Which, yeah, why not? We've got Mr. Max John Gibbons, um, who, uh, in my what we've been up to this week, I will be mentioning him quite heavily because he influenced the purchase this week. Um, <laughs> that's so. That was one. Bimson, Gomans, yep. Christ, uh, Joe, Max, and Hugh. Hugh G. Rection. Uh, who I have it on good authority has been having a good time uh, 
uh, during during this uh, <laughs> this pandemic. I mean, it's the right time to to be. It's, Mr. Q, it's a good it? time to have to have huge erections. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, those are our, our patronizers. Uh, so for as little as $2 a month, you can be one of those guys too. And like I say, the the pot is slowly filling and becoming to a point where we can use it to bump that advertising up to get this podcast out into as many ears as possible. So massive thanks to you guys. Right, start the show. So we're going to do what, I, what I'm coining the mini pub quiz. So I've got, I think I've got seven music related questions for you matt uh and for you when we say music related do we mean like songs and band related do we mean like theory related or do we mean like pedal related no these are all kind of like music trivia stuff okay although if if this does go well we're definitely having a music theory round because you've just mentioned it. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah. I definitely shouldn't have mentioned that. That's it. Uh, can I have the tab for it, please? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. It's the sixth note in the A mixolydian scale. Uh, a mixo. Go on. Yeah. I, I said, what's the sixth note in the A mixolydian scale? I haven't got a fucking clue. <laughs> it's going to be a, a G, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know which one. Of them. I've, it's so long since I've done any theory, I couldn't even like tab out a Mixolydian scale anymore, making, let alone... You're making me question myself here. <laughs> hey, Mixo, it's a G. It's a G. It's a flattened, flattened seven. Of course it's going to be a G. No, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm not committing to it. <laughs> I'm going to ask my team, mate. Uh, <laughs> I haven't got a clue. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, so we gotta do, we're going to do a mini pub quiz. Uh, So I'm going to do it slow enough so that you people who are listening can join join along with us. Like, just grab a scrap of paper uh, and and write out out the uh, answers to your question. I will give the answers pretty much straight afterwards. Um, And if you enjoy, if you enjoy this, this pub quiz, the musical pub quiz, Matt, are you you looking for a pen and paper? I'm looking for paper. Sure, if there is any around, the, uh, I use my phone, the notes app on my phone. That's that's fine, cool. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like being prepared, is there? Um, I, I sprung <laughs> this on you like directly before the cast, so um, do like it is my fault. I've put my hands up for that. All right, so but if you do like the uh, if you do like the format and you'd like to have a, a slightly elongated one, there's possibility for one of our uh. Facebook, Instagram live stream things, the ones that we do with Pedal Boards of Doom, uh, there's possibility for us to do a full length, one of those, like an hour long version. So if you do like it, uh, get on the Fret Talk podcast group and just give us a, a hoi hoi. Just let us know. Matt. I'm making some paper so that I can't be tempted to cheat. <laughs> yeah, because it's, yeah. Oh, just writing it into my notes app. It's Google. <laughs> <laughs> so I now have what I can claim as paper. It's that I had some Kinder chocolate, so I've torn the box open so I can write on the inside. That is that is classy. Stay classy, Matthew. Stay classy. <laughs> right. So are you ready? I am. Let, let me just lean forward so that I can lean on the desk. Okay. Right. So question one. 
I mean, there's a lot of lot of extraneous noise here. Uh, question one: um, What did what year did the uh, lead singer and guitar player of Nirvana, Kurt Cobain, what year did he die? And you get an extra bonus telling me the month as well. So what year? Okay, I'm certain on the year. I have not got a clue what month it was. Well, you got a one in twelve, haven't you? So At saying that, I think I do have a an idea what month it was. Go on, Matt. You, I'm, use, I'm, your, uh, use your instincts. Yeah, I, like something is tell. Like I wrote a random month down, and then something told me that that was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your instincts are going. No, no, no. <laughs> It's it's not November way where it's not it's not smart. Mate, you just got a feeling out the months until one one comes to you. Right, so number two, question number two: What is the name of the Beatles' first album? What is the name of the Beatles' first album? I'm terrible with the Beatles. Yep. Uh, and I'll give you a clue. It's not the Black Album. <laughs> that was Metallica. They're not even called the Black Album anyway. What is it? That, that album's called Metallica. Yeah. Self-titled. Untitled. Yeah. Right. N- nice easy one for number three. Um, the... English rock and roll pop star uh, Reginald Kenneth Dwight is the stage name of him. Uh, is, sorry, is yeah. is the is the given name of him? What's his stage name? What is he better known as? I think I know that one. Well, you should because it's it's pretty common one. <laughs> uh, number four. This is number four. Is it number four? Yes, it is number four. Yes, it is um, number four. David Bowie, believe it or not. I'm David Bowie. Um, <laughs> this is my perfect, perfect David Bowie impression. <laughs> what? I'm David Bowie. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, his, his surname was not really Bowie. So this is a reverse of the last one. Bowie was his stage name. What, what was his given, given surname? At one point in time, I knew the answer to this question. Um, Unfortunately, this point in time is not that point in time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, if you think back to some of his his stage outfits, that isn't going to give you any clue at all. <laughs> uh, so so it's not it's not Ziggy or Stardust. Yeah, yeah. It? So he's not David <laughs> Stardust. No, because that I mean that that would be a an awesome kind of celebrity name when. <laughs> No, my grown up, grown up as David Stardust. I think I'm going to go with Bowie. <laughs> um, yeah, so some, just think like a really plain, boring uh, British name. Yeah, British name. If you're thinking, ha- if you're thinking Welsh, you're probably, probably good. Right. So uh, number five, which, uh, which British. Uh, British powerhouse uh, sang the theme tune to the 1965 Bond film Thunderball. 
Matt is Matt is looking blank here. <laughs> I don't know that one. Like if you'd if you'd said a couple of the other ones, I'd have been alright, but I can't even sing Thunderball in my head, which means I can't then try and work out whose voice. British vocal powerhouse. I mean don't, don't give it away any, any answers, Matt, because the listeners are also write, following. I'm going to write stuff down, but... Good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll write an answer down. Right, six. Right, is, is that what we're on now? Uh, we're on to number six. The next, that's the next Number question. six, okay, well done. Because uh, I, I haven't numbered them. <laughs> like an idiot. Um, Adele had an album... Like, her first album was uh, titled 19. In that album, there was a, a sneaky, sneaky Bob Dylan cover. What was that cover? Uh, can you, like, give me 20 seconds so I can go through the lyrics until I get to the chorus? I can give... Yeah, I can give you... I can, I can waffle for about 20 seconds, yeah. So, there was a Bob Dylan hit on Adele's... Should I give up or should I just keep chasing payments? <laughs> it's not that one. Uh, that was yeah. That's the. Those are the only two songs I know on that particular album. Oh, you keep me with your cold I, shoulder. I don't know that one. Hometown Glory. Do you not know that one? In my hometown. No, 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 I don't know the words. Vaguely, now you say it. Yeah, that, that's what well, you do. It was probably not on a Now CD when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> legit. And I think, I think James Arthur did a cover of it, and it weren't bad. Oh, there you go. Was he the one that was a failed X Factor guy who then came back like five years later? Yeah, and he he got he got torn a new one by Frankie Boyle for saying something really stupid. Um. Fair. This is quite funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you just don't you don't try it with Frankie Ball because like, he's he's a professional comedian. Like you aren't gonna win. Yeah, uh, he's, he's not adverse to crossing lines either. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> uh, right, our final one, our final final question here. Uh, Supergrass and Radiohead have which county in common? So they were both founded. That's not fair. <laughs> I'm Manx. We don't have counties. And as far as I'm concerned, there's like five in the UK, but people keep telling me there's like 71. There are it's quite. It's, it's not. It's the southeast, the southwest, the middle, Yorkshire, and Lancashire. Right. So, <laughs> so, so if, we're, if we're working on Matt's, uh, Matt's division of the UK, we've got southeast, south, yeah, southeast, southwest. We've got Middle, which is the Midlands, of course. Yeah. Um, then, then, then we've got Lancashire, for some reason. And, and Yorkshire. And Yorkshire. Well, Lancashire, because that's where I land if I get off the boat. Well, there you go, then. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so that's definitely that's definitely one. I, can, I mean, I can actually name a couple more, but like... I mean, if you just put Shire in front of, in front of <laughs> most words, you... Hertfordshire. Yeah, there you go. Hertfordshire, Buckinghamshire. That's and it. You've got the weird ones like Essex and Sussex Essex, and Kent. Essexshire, yeah. <laughs> Kentshire and <laughs> Devonshire. And, Devonshire oh, is, it. yeah, it's an actual it's actually, one. Yeah, that's bollocks. Um, 
Yeah. So right. So Supergrass and Radiohead. And Radiohead. Um, so if you if you because it is quite a difficult question if you're you're not down with the boroughs. Um, if you if you break it down into like like northeast, northwest, midlands, Middle. southeast, southwest. Yeah. You can get half a point kind of for that. Okay. Well, I'm going to go... And I'm going to go for, like... Uh... I'm trying to think if I've ever heard any of Radiohead talk. Because I've never heard any of Supergrass do anything other than their one song. <laughs> so wow. I'm never going to have heard that. I'm never going to heard them in an interview. But I've probably heard... Tom York, or is that Tom York? It is Tom York, yeah, well done. Yeah. Um, or the guy with the stupid, is it Greenwood that's got the yeah. stupid strat? Rob Greenwood. <laughs> it's um, it's a telly, it's a, it's a telly plus. No, you're, you're thinking Ed O'Brien, or Ed O'Brien. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dara O'Brien's brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dara O'Brien. He's a fantastic well. comedian. Um, I really do like so him. Let's go for... Um, and that's where we call time on this one. So, uh, I don't even know whether the the county that I've written is in the the area that I've written. By the way, <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> so, just before we get onto the answers, please, please do go into the podcast group and let us know if you enjoyed that. I I thought it was <laughs> thought it was hilarious watching Matt trying to struggle through <laughs> some of these questions. So, I'm gonna do it again just for that. But we can do a full a full length version where you can join in on the uh, on the live stream on a Sunday, if if that is what you want. Uh, right. So answers. This is where you get to feel a little bit superior. Right. So, okay, so what year did Combined die? Go on, give me what you got. It was 1994. It was 1994. And what month did you get? I went for June. Ah, uh, not far off. April. Box. I wrote April down the first time. <laughs> and it, it felt wrong. It felt wrong, and okay. June felt right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was it was April. <laughs> um, Beatles' uh, first album? I've guessed at Revolver. Revolver was way, way, way like in. Uh, I, I, I genuinely hadn't got a clue. Yeah. Uh, I knew it wasn't the White Album. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it weren't <laughs> Abbey Road. It weren't the White Album. It weren't Revolver. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it was good. Good guess. Uh, please, please me. Was it? I actually thinking about it. Should have known that. Yeah, I mean, it's it, you've got it for next I, time. I've covered. I've covered three songs off it. Yeah, <laughs> and I knew they were early Beatles numbers. Like, oh fucking hell. Yeah, it's okay. It's, so I, got I mean, the, the answers are obvious when you when you're given them. Uh, Reginald Dwight. Elton John. It is Elton John. Well done. I was, I was about to say, like, if you've seen the film Rocket Man, you'll uh, you'll be well up on this question. Um, <laughs> but that might have been that would have that would have given it away. Might have given yeah. it away just a bit. Uh, Bowie's real name, and I, this is one that I didn't know. Like the first three, fine. Bowie's uh, real surname didn't have a clue. You said if you think Welsh, you're probably along the right lines. Yep. So I wrote Williams down. Oh, no, Jones. Fuck's sake. It was one or the other, weren't it? 
It was. And I actually initially wrote Jones down, but then because of the answer to the next question, I crossed out Jones. <laughs> oh, so yeah, who sang who sang Thunderball? I guessed it, Tom Jones, because he's a powerhouse. He is. He is the UK's powerhouse. Yeah, I was gonna go again. I was gonna say like which Welsh crooner, um, <laughs> but there's only one, so that would have given the given the game away. Uh, Bob Dylan hit on Adele's 19 album. I don't know whether this is the official title of the song, but Make You Feel My Love. It is Make You Feel My Love. Well done. Excellent. And she did an absolutely belting version. She did? Yeah. I'm I'm not a massive Adele person, but I I do like that version of that song. She can sing better than Bob Dylan can. That's not much of an accolade. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, like... She she really did. She, She made that song a very, very listenable tune. Uh, I I really like Adele, so um, I, I'm down with that. Um, Supergrass and Radiohead, go on. So the area I've put is the southwest, and then I've guessed that Berkshire is the county. It's definitely a shire. It's not. I don't think it's southwest. I think it's southeast. It's Oxfordshire. It was. Yeah, it's kind. It's quite. Yeah. Southeast. It's definitely east. It's middle. It's. It's almost Midlands, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's very north close. of London. It's above London. Like if I was to point at it on a map, that's one of the ones I could point at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like above London and to the left a little bit. Yeah, that that's where I'd kind of I'd guess at it being. Um, we we in the UK are very very not um, not up on that. Because it, it, in America, you are you the the states are drilled into you, aren't they? In high school. Uh, in the UK, we do not give two shits about the... Uh... Well, the worst bit is, like, you split your fucking counties into counties because there's, like, there's the historical counties and then there's the political counties and then there's the something else counties. And I've never, ever been taught anything about any of them because it's irrelevant to me. Yeah, and that that's pretty much it. It's pretty <laughs> much it. Like, all of this is not is not relevant. It's a sign that you see on the motorway every so like when you <laughs> when you pull off a junction it goes oh welcome to Staffordshire and you're like oh c- cool yeah nice thanks <laughs> excellent yeah great Couldn't find myself on a map <laughs> yeah <laughs> fantastic so yeah that was our that was our quiz Matt you got so you you got that one you I think got, I got four points from two, my own marking three four yeah you got four four out of seven is more than half. It is just. I'm, pr- I'm pretty pleased with that. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so if you'd be if you'd be down for um, a full length one, just let us know. Um, we we've got our what we've been up to is we've got news, and as I mentioned, the Strymon stuff was on the news, but I think we'll leave it to the end if we've got time. Uh, <laughs> so, Matt, 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 Matt. Hello. What you been up to? Um, surprisingly, with nothing to do, I've I've found lots to be up to because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> well, that's um, it, yeah. Devil makes work so for idle thumbs and all this, isn't it? Before the last cast, I ordered some kits. Um, <laughs> Wasn't it directly after the last cast? It might. Was it directly after? No, it was. But yeah, no, it might have been directly after the last cast. But yeah. Um, in fact, it definitely was after, like literally after, yeah, because it was you and Yeomans, wasn't it? Yeah, was I'm, that the last one? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've got the audio of you going. Yeah, I've just ordered it. 
<laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's that probably doesn't surprise me. But yeah, so I I ordered a a booster and then populated the booster and soldered it together to test it. Yeah, and it worked. So I then ordered a plexi in a box. Yeah. Um, and would get round to soldering the switch on at a later date. That later date was this morning at like 5 a.m. because I couldn't sleep because... Yeah, time time doesn't... Time doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, a, not a construct yeah, anymore, I, is it? Yeah, I genuinely couldn't tell you what day it is today. Um, I can tell you the date because it's written on the screen in front of me. I couldn't tell you what day that corresponds to. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I tried to solder the switch on, um, which went well until I realised that there is a resistor that goes onto the switchboard and not onto the main board that I had already soldered onto the main board. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, there, there is a, a fix for that supposedly, and I tried that, but I also soldered the LED in the wrong way and was like, oh, well, can't try the circuit because I know that that just won't work because the LEDs in the wrong way and they're directional. So I had to take the LED out and then jump the two, whatever they're called, the two holes. Yeah, the pads. In, yeah, the pads. Um, and because of all the amount of fucking around I've been doing with it, it kind of sort of passes a little bit of signal through it if I stick my thumb on the back of the circuit. Um, but it's not working fully, so I've sacked off that switchboard i'm gonna i've ordered some more switchboards yeah and i'll try again so i thought right well in the meantime i'd also soldered together the plexi that had pedal that had arrived and got that into a working circuit as well so i'll start on the switch for that one um and then i soldered the switch to the wrong side of the switchboard <laughs> yeah again like they are their direction aren't they? and it's, it's it's a really easy thing to do because they they are symmetrical, so they look the same both ways. Yeah. Um, but if you if you put it with the um, the screen print facing downwards, then the switch doesn't wrong. Doesn't and unfortunately, there's twelve. Oh, sorry, nine lugs on it. Indeed. So you can't unsolder it without having nine soldering irons or being incredibly good at, with a, a professional solder remover. And I don't have one. I've got a cheap knockoff Chinese thing. Oh, yeah, the that, little spring-loaded... Uh, yeah. 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 Exactly one of them, and it does exactly fuck all. It, so. They do the, the grand sum of fuck all, don't they? <laughs> Like it won't even pick up solder that I've literally got melting on a like a metal surface. You know the bit that you yeah. have your soldering iron on. I could melt some solder on there and it wouldn't pick it up. Yeah, they, then they, I've I've never never really got on with them. I've got I've got two of them, and I, I like, there's not not been a point where I've felt as if it has done more than just me kind of putting the iron on and trying to push the solder away from where I wanted <laughs> yeah yeah so what I've done is I've taken two working circuits and turned them into two broken circuits by adding a switch um, and and that's technically what a switch is there to do so I'm claiming like semi-success yeah I've, I've I've soldered in a switch and it breaks the circuit well yeah I mean on the one of them you've got where it's in bypass mode it does pass the signal so yeah, I mean so the, the boost pedal 
works uh, worked as a mute switch for a while, and then if you put your thumb on it, it works as a volume drop, <laughs> like an attenuator. <laughs> I mean, so that's that's the opposite of of what the boost pedal should do. But a circuit's a circuit, so yeah. And and I have technically, like I say, both of them I've had working circuits. Yeah. The the plexi, I, I know all of the knobs do do stuff, and I know that the the boost knob changes the boost on on that. So I've had them as working circuits. Yeah. With guitar signal passing through them, I just broke them by trying to put a switch in because I didn't read the instructions carefully enough, and yeah. then soldered a switch on the wrong side. Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and as a um, as a shout out to the the place that you bought it from, it was pedal pedalparts.co.uk or something like that, which uh, is Fuzzdog. Fuzzdog, yeah, yeah, the, the Fuzzdog circuits. The um, the build documents for them are incredibly well written. They are they are quite thorough. You have to read them, but like the the issue is, I didn't read the the whole document. What yeah. I did was, it gave me a list of components that corresponded to what was written on the circuit board. So I put the components from the list into the circuit board, yeah. and then read the bit that said, and obviously the current limiting resistor. If you have a daughter board, goes on the daughter board, not on the main board. And I went, well, it's on the main board, and I've already soldered it, and I've already chopped all the legs off, so yeah, don't have another one. Um, but lives there now. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so what I've learned is read the instructions like I'm a man and I, it goes everything against everything that I've ever been taught. But read the instructions and you might have a bit better success. And also don't like actually carefully look at what you're doing before you put a switch onto a daughterboard. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that old adage, isn't it? Like measure, measure twice, cut once. It's that kind of situation where you'd really need to make sure that what you're doing is the right thing because if it is the wrong thing it's incredibly difficult to undo it <laughs> yeah and what i've done is um yeah be an idiot so did them and then i another one arrived another kit from their fuzzdog arrived today which is an ac amp in a box so it's literally it's got all it's, sorry, it's a top boost channel of an ac amp in a box so it's yeah. got your uh it's got your volume which is actually your gain it's got then bass treble tone cut and master volume which is obviously your actual yeah, volume yeah. on the pedal um but it's supposed to come with five potentiometers so that you can bias the jfets that are in there it trim trim pots not trim, yeah. sorry trim pots yeah um and uh, it, those five trim pots were left out of the kit, so I emailed that. Oh, I, I I went onto their website and used their like on like on website form thingy that sends them an email, um, and I sent that off, and then kind of didn't check my emails. And within three minutes of me contacting them, they had dispatched the missing parts. So they they realised their error and they rectified it straight away um, as soon as they were made aware of it, which is. Fantastic customer service. Yeah, yeah. Um, and whenever I've dealt with uh, Fuzzdog, their their customer service has been brilliant because I've done, uh, I've done a few uh, circuits from Fuzzdog. In fact, I've done the uh, the, the same booster uh, that Matt has done. Um, 
I've done I've I've done a fair few, and there's there's been a few where I've put the wrong thing in the wrong place, or or not quite done the right thing, and in a usual situation, they are really responsive. They're really helpful about kind of troubleshooting that stuff. Um, at the moment, because because of the the entire uh, quote unquote Backstreet Boys reunion tour uh, thing that's going on. <laughs> Um, they they're under a lot of pressure because there's there's so many people who have always thought, oh well, one day I'll give give that pedal making lark a, a try. This is now the time that those people are buying the circuits. <laughs> um, yeah, and and you've got to remember that also the place that's dispatching the circuits probably doesn't have full staff capacity. Hmm. Yeah. So it's getting far more orders because people like me are going, well, I've got fuck all to do in the time. Why don't I try building pedals? Yeah. And yeah, so they've got more orders and less people to deal with them. So I totally understand that they, they can't kind of sit down and do in detail troubleshooting with people who are starting out when they're trying to like run a business in a, a global pandemic. So I've got no issues with them not being able to help me through the troubleshooting. I've troubleshooted myself and I think I know what I've done wrong in every case. So yeah. Like yeah. And, and, uh, and like I say, the the one issue I've had, they've sorted straight away. Yeah. And you've you, the the switches you've looked to uh look to rectify. You were you looked to buy the uh, the daughter boards from Fuzzdog, but they're not doing the uh, just the individual daughter boards, I assume, because they're all earmarked for the um, the, the kits. for the for the kits at the moment. Uh, so you've managed to source uh, source a, another company's daughter boards, which are Jed's Peds. Um, yeah. I happen to be. I mean, you see Jed's Peds on my um, on my No Talk or Tone quite a bit. Um, I, I I know I know Jed. <laughs> uh quite <laughs> quite well um and their uh daughter boards were available so you you bought some from there i'm i'm also part because i'm part of uh like i follow uh jed's peds on facebook i i'm also part of their facebook group which is essentially like group sourcing troubleshooting it's like jed's peds Kits, uh, troubleshooting and help and stuff like that. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of the situations uh, at the moment because, because <laughs> again, it like it's the same with Jedspeds where um, there are a lot of like new to it people going, oh yeah, I'll give it a try. A few of them going, oh yeah, of course I'm gonna I'm gonna build like a an Andy Timmons uh, Angry Charlie straight up, but that that's gonna be my first one. Um, and then <laughs> they're asking, why, why is this not working? With like giant blobs of solder on the back of it and like components missing and components in the wrong place. Uh, so like I'm seeing, <laughs> seeing a lot of this troubleshooting. Um, the fact that you've managed to get your circuits tested and working is, is a testament to the fact that you've got what it takes to be able to do it. Uh, so I've, I, I have got possibly more confidence and more faith in you than you do at the moment <laughs> uh, yeah like I, this morning i was ready to give up i was i was half in a mind to just stick a solder and iron in the middle of every fucking circuit i could find and <laughs> poke it through and yeah and like i dropped the solder and iron on my foot and like, i mean that's, I nev that's never that's never a good s good start 
Uh, that's yeah. But like, I was, yeah, just get, getting frustrated with it. But like, I just had to take a take a break from it, and then we were like, right, we'll come up with a solution. Yeah, you managed to link me to the daughter boards because I'd looked on Jed's peds, but I couldn't find the daughter boards separate. Yeah, but then you you found it for me. I saw some parts from him, and I've also sourced some resistors so that I can solder as many current limiting resistors in the wrong places they <laughs> like and just remove them and have some spares you like oprah you you get a current limiting resistor you get a current limiting resistor i'll i'll show you i've just knocked me a just knocked my finger but this uh this pedal was almost the end of me this was this is uh this i believe this is a jed's one as well this is the green ringer um but it, this this pedal when I was uh, wiring this one up, this one almost had me just go no fuck this pedal building <laughs> is stupid and shit. Uh, <laughs> this one, uh, like pop, populated the board fine, populated it like wonderfully. Put the because uh, this version of the um, the green ringer has got what's called the null mod uh which allows you to dial in uh the amount of affected signal i believe uh i've never really noticed what it does so <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah it's it's apparently that and i um i soldered the pot on the wrong side of the board um and that which then ended up Meaning it was in an awkward position, so I had to like desolder an entire pot, and it's very similar to a desolder in a switch, where you've got three lugs that you've got to try and desolder all at once. Uh, <laughs> and using the solder sucker, I tried that, and yeah, like a good, a good afternoon of me, like shouting at it. Yeah, like getting calmly frustrated at this pot that was not coming off um yeah i i then ended up just clipping the clipping the legs on it and then like jerry rigging it almost like some some bits of like spare wire to the underside of the board i was like yeah cool it's all sorted it's working now then when i i boxed it up it wasn't working wasn't the switch I had to go through the entire circuit probing and I was I was, I was telling you about the uh, the finger probing <laughs> which is like it, it sounds like the kind of material that we would cover on this podcast absolutely uh, does um, but it's it's a lot more innocent than it sounds um, like you were saying earlier on where you kind of poke bits of the circuit and it passes signal <laughs> I was doing that so I was like poking through like bits of the the circuit to try and figure out where the the circuit was stopping um and after a lot of finger probing it's got to be the it's got to be the title hasn't it finger probing <laughs> but after a lot of finger probing people are going to expect that to be much dirtier than it is um so af- after a lot of that I've, I've figured uh oh in fact actually yeoman's helped me with this as well he he came along with his fancy pantsy uh voltage yeah multimeter uh and checked like checked continuity 
uh, it, it turned out like one of the pads for the um, for the pot had been damaged in in my rage. <laughs> uh, so I ended up having to jump, uh, like add add like another little kind of cable between like that pot that uh, pad and the next component in line, and then I got it working and it works fine now. It is really, really, really not pretty if you look in the back of it. <laughs> Which is why I haven't opened that one up uh, ever since I got it working. Because I know that if I open it up, it will be it'll be like uh, those box, like the box of snakes that you get. And it, I'll open it up, bits will fly out at me. <laughs> I'll get scared, uh, and then it'll never work, <laughs> uh, never work the way it really should again. Uh, so that that was the one that tested my patience. Um, but yeah, like ever since they they've pretty much worked the way that they're supposed to. And if if I fuck something up, I know exactly why. Like I think it might have been it was either yours or the um the Acapulco gold that I did for Sai, uh, who is the overlord of the Fretzel group, um. I did an Acapulco gold and soldered one of the capacitors the wrong way round, like the the electrolytic capacitors. Uh, and on like the moment I soldered it, I, I knew it. I didn't even have to test it. I was like, shit, I know I've done that wrong. And that took me a good half hour to get that one out. But I got that one out. I managed to get it out. I managed to get it back in and working, and it worked fine. Um, oh no, so I did that one for Simon's, um, and for <laughs> the hot cakes. That I've, um, I have made for you, um, that are just in a box somewhere up there. Uh, <laughs> got two two populated hotcake boards. Uh, I soldered the clipping diodes the wrong way round. Think excellent. Um, like because it, it it was like it was an asymmetrical. There was like one going in one direction and then two going in the opposite direction. I soldered. The one going in the one direction, but then the two were re- in opposing directions, which wouldn't really have sounded right. It, it probably would have still worked, but it wouldn't have sounded how, how it was desired. Yeah. And I did that on two boards because I was doing two at the same time. <laughs> uh, I've desoldered those and, and replaced those. I've, I haven't yeah. tested those boards, so like, fuck knows if they work. Uh, it's Schrodinger's, um, Schrodinger's board. Uh, what, what was the title? It was finger probing, mate. Finger... Yeah, finger probing. Yeah, just need to remember that. But yeah, so like I've 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 made some working circuits. Yeah, and I've broken them, um, and that's like the main bit of what I've been doing. I've like that's over the last, I'd say, week and a half that I've kind of been sort of stages making those circuits and then drawing them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like after that this morning, um I needed something to calm me down and one of the things to so the the band that had just got off the ground at the start of this year, and um, we don't have much footage um to put on Facebook to kind of share and to get future gigs booked in because obviously yeah. everything that we got booked in then got cancelled because you can't do anything. Yeah. Um so we've talked about like putting a song together from home yeah and 
the drummer got his bit recorded. Um, the singer got his vocals and his guitar bit recorded. And I was like, fine, I'll have to get around to it. So I've been trying for like three or four days. But every time I turn the camera on, I fuck it up. And I've been playing, <laughs> I've been playing this song probably since the second year I learned, I was learning guitar. So we're talking, I've been playing this song for half of my life. <laughs> yep. And every time I turn the camera on, I make a mistake. And sometimes it's in the fucking outro and it's st- like, I can't leave like bad mistakes in the outro. Like there's a, there's a bit where a riff just changes octave. So it's all these things I've done by the killers and the, the riff that goes through goes up an octave and then goes back down to the original octave um, in the outro. And like four times I either went too soon or didn't move. And I was like, oh, I can't like, cause I was, uh, yeah, it just it threw me off, and then I just stopped playing. And I'm like, if I'd have continued and <laughs> yeah. just played it in the wrong octave, no other bastard would notice because nobody's like nobody gives that much of a shit that you've changed the octave of your, your riff in the outro. Yeah, yeah. But I noticed, and then I stop, and then I'm like, oh well, I can't start again now because there's like a four second gap. So like, I I reckon I did 23 takes. Yeah, <laughs> and in in the end. I just recorded the audio, got that sorted, and then just played along to it because I just I couldn't be asked. I just, if it, if I'm slightly out of time at any point, it's gonna be five of us on the screen. Nobody's yeah, yeah. gonna particularly notice that the guitarist's right hand is slightly out of time with the the chugger chugger noise in section B and what. So like, yeah, sod it. I'm just I'm I'm getting the audio sorted and then if I make the mistake on the video it doesn't even fucking matter. And I made a mistake again on the video but I don't care. I just <laughs> I gave up. So I recorded that and and got that all sent off and then I I had a headphone set up and I was like I finally got my audio interface working so that it sending all of the guitar cuz basically I had it either sending one side yeah. or like a muffled sound. Yeah, and I've now got it sending my actual guitar sound at whatever volume I want it to. So I got my my rig is all set up absolutely perfectly. So I just spent three hours clicking next on YouTube and seeing what song I was going to play along to next. Yeah. And I I played songs that I haven't played for fifteen years. It's like literally since my first year of playing, and I played along to them like I still like I, like I was playing them last week. So the one the one that I wanted to play I couldn't do, and then like things like Wolf Mother Woman came on that I don't think I've heard that song for ten years, let alone fucking played along to it. That's got like a, a quite a fast riff in the middle. Got that fine. That's absolutely fine. Remembered it off off by art first time. Could I have done it with a camera in front of me? Not a fucking chance. I'd I'd I'd, I'd fail as a as a performing musician. I'd absolutely would. You couldn't put a camera on me, and that's yeah, the end of you then, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that that's pretty much that's pretty much uh, YouTube in that, isn't it? Like <laughs> half of YouTube in is is okay. Fuck's this sake. is what yeah, you the camera's rolling. You've got to do something. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, that's why any of the budget pedal mat stuff is like a ten minutes of waffle because I have no idea what I'm going to say when I click the start button on that camera. <laughs> So, but I mean, with some skillful editing, we can get get it to a coherent, uh, coherent video. I've still not uh, done that video actually. I've still not charged my Variax because um, you, you sent me many, three. 
Yeah, so after the last cast, you you said that you sat down twice to do a Variac Sounds video, but not got round to it. Yeah. So I said, well, I'll do my favourite sounds, that are, or the, my most used sounds that are in the Variacs. I'll do my bit. You don't. You didn't even need in your video in the first place, but you've now got that to put in your video, hoping to like motivate you to do your video. Yeah, and uh, it's not helped. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the fact that my Variax was on like it was on a an unsure two bars. Uh, yeah, no. So I had to had to wear down the the battery, but I didn't want to wear it down by playing it because when it's at that point, it doesn't sound great. Um. So I ended up just letting it decharge itself, and it's it's now fully decharged. So I can charge charge the battery. I should be able to get onto, um, like playing it now. And now I've got got something else. <laughs> I was just about to drop the bomb as if it was common <laughs> knowledge, but I've got something else which will make this entire process it's that little bit sweeter. Um. So this week, this week I've. I was uh, I've I've been watching like lots of YouTube and uh, like Instagram stuff. Um, bloke called John Cordy uh, has been cropping up quite a few times. I think uh, Stuart Tate shared some of his stuff because uh, he's been uh, he's been running uh, like he runs either like a Strymon Iridium or a, uh, a HX Stomp. And then he'll he'll like run run pedals through it, and he's run the Raise of the Dead through it, and it sounded amazing. Um, and like Stuart's been saying, like shit, the the stomp sounds really really good. I think I might get one. And I was like, yeah, I'm starting to think that. Like I've I've been on that train. Starting to think that. Starting to think that. You've been thinking that for six months at least. Yeah, but I've, I've I managed to like unconvince myself a few times. I was like, yeah, I don't really need it. I've got what I need. It's all good. Um, so, so this uh, this whole lockdown situation, I've been watching watching guys who've got them, and like, yeah, okay, this is uh, it. It's seeming like something I should should really take take seriously. Uh, so I I did the really fucking stupid thing, didn't I? I, I sent a message through to uh, to Max. Uh, of our Patreon, of the YMAG podcast, because he talks quite frequently on the YMAG podcast about the the HX Stomp, and we're we're quite good friends. So I sent him a message and just said, like, just just tell me that the HX Stomp is a bit shit and that I really don't need it, because um, I need some unconvincing. Uh, and then he went on like an hour spiel of, no, it's it's the best thing ever, like. I I haven't turned on my amps for, for X amount of time. I, f- I find that I'm just practicing more these days because I can just like get it like get in a tone that inspires me and and all of these things were not what I needed to hear. Um, so <laughs> I went on the internet. Um, I I went to like I went to Google and typed in HX Stump just just kind of. Just to see where we're at, kind of price wise, with them, um, and PMT were doing them for one oh nine. Uh, sorry, four oh nine. One oh nine. One oh nine. I'll take send, them all. Send me a link. <laughs> yeah, one oh nine, and I'll have one. I, the, like 
Like there, there, there was quite a few of them. Like there were uh, PMT were the lowest at four oh nine, and they were kind of ranging up to like five and a half hundred. And I was like, I'm definitely not spending five and a half hundred on it. I could be convinced with four oh nine. Let's see what finance options they've got. Like, so I went on their website, and they were sold out. I was like, okay, that that's settled it because I'm not gonna like put put down a deposit to be then told, oh no, they're back in stock, but they're up to like four eighty or whatever. Yeah. So I left it for a little while, and then I went I went to my usual go to guys, which is Guitar Guitar, and they were like four four sixty four seventy or something, and they've got the the little the little green tab at the bottom of the screen that says. Like, send us a message. And I did. I went, okay. Let's see see what happens. <laughs> Sent them a message. PMT are doing this for 409. You do price matching. Within, I'm not joking, within like 20 minutes. And this was like on a Sunday night. <laughs> within 20 minutes. Like, it, uh, Sunday night's not fair. It was late Sunday afternoon. They would have been closed at this point. So... Sunday Sunday afternoon, kind of like five o'clock ish. Within twenty minutes. Oh, this is Chris from uh, from Guitar Guitar. I've sent you a sent you a link. We're price matching it just for you. You've got to buy it today, and that that link will be active. Like fuck, I'm buying it today. Then and all. <laughs> um, like, we've all been there. Yeah, we've absolutely all been there. I, I can't, I can't put poor Chris out out of his way. Like on on his Sunday when he's supposed to be sitting resting, he's he's gone and gone and found me a bargain. So it, I can't, I can't do that man a disjustice. So, um, so yeah, I I, I put the money down, and boy, Tuesday morning, uh, sorry, Tuesday midday, it were here. <laughs> uh, yeah. You've I've, got a shiny new toy. I've got an Ajax stomp. Yeah, um, it's a bit good. <laughs> it's um, yeah. So thank you, thank you, Max, for spending my money, but also actually convincing me that yeah, I probably should have one. Um, my my um, thought process for it the entire time is that uh, I do a lot of the YouTube videos. Um, the setup that i've got currently is a bit long-winded and a bit complex and i require my computer's um cpu for running um running cab emulation on it because we've mentioned wall of sound that i use quite a lot and it's it's a wonderful wonderful uh impulse response cab ir loader thing because like in comparison to normal irs which sounds almost kind of flat and static um wall of sound has almost got like a 3d-ness to the sound um which is really inspiring um but my computer's quite old <laughs> um and the the more i rely on the the cpu on the computer the more i'm asking for failure the more I'll find myself 10 minutes into a demo video that I've done for the week, uh, and then I'll find that my computer's crapped out. Um, so I figured the Stomp is a, a, like a brilliant brilliant solution for that because it then takes all of the, the CPU-heavy processing of like the, the cab stuff away from the computer 
and I can just literally use the computer to record and capture uh, what I've got. Um, yeah. I've I've had a limited uh, uh, a limited amount of time. I've had probably a, about three hours worth of playtime on the uh, on the stump so far. Uh, I've managed to to dial in um, a pretty convincing uh, clean patch. In fact, I've that's all I ever seem to do when I go onto it. I've managed to dial in four different convincing clean patches. Um, I've managed to convince, like, do a convincing kind of Marshall crunchy drive tone as well. Uh, so it will pretty much take uh, take the space of my old recording setup. Uh, it will be a lot more convenient and just a lot more get in, get it done. Uh, some of the uh, some of the stuff on it is really, really, uh, really convincing. Like the a lot of the amp. Um, amp simulation on it is really, really convincing. It's so convincing that I, um, I went to play on it last night and found myself like an hour and a half later on the same patch that I'd made ten minutes into doing it. I was playing the same thing. I'd found <laughs> like a, a vintage bias tremolo. Um, and a clean tone, and I was I was just kind of lost in endless inspiration with that. Uh, so that's that's really good. The um the reverbs on it are, are, are quite good. I think a lot of the reverbs are uh, in what's called the legacy catalog, uh, which means that they're from older stuff. So the 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 reverbs will be stuff that you find in your M series uh, stuff. So you got like your room, your plate, your uh, your chamber. Uh, and then there's like particle verb or something like that. Yeah, I mean, stay away from that one. But the others are all pretty good reverbs, from what I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I tend to just use the room and like dial it in up to like twenty percent mix because it then sounds like you're playing an amp that's in a room. Yeah, that's kind of sat quite close to you. Uh, so that that's the way I kind of tend to do it because. I want it to sound uh, as close to what I would be getting if I could turn my amp on, uh, which is which is grand, fantastic. There's some odd stuff. I mean, there's again, there's like legacy um, filters and like stuff that makes you sound like a robot. There's uh, like bit crushes and stuff which I've I've touched upon briefly, and like trying to play blues licks through a robot sounding guitar is ultimately hilarious but pointless um <laughs> the there's uh some really really nice new vibrato sounds and like certain modulation sounds i absolutely love it's the stuff that that will make me fall down a rabbit hole with guitar playing i like a a, a nice kind of off crunchy clean tone um and a modulation and then i'm i'm there for days uh, so there's yeah there's uh, I, I think it, it comes across even though I might not be articulating it particularly fantastically that the unit just kind of it, it gets out of the way um, there's not you, you don't have to kind of surf through menus and menus and menus before you find something which goes yeah that's it I want to play that uh, and it 
as Max said to me, it, it's a really inspiring tool. Uh, and hopefully it will kind of come across in the demos that the quality uh, the quality of some of those demos is creeping up there as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm only like three days into it, but I'm happy with the purchase. Question for you. Go on. Can you connect your Variax to it with the Variax cable instead of a jack? That is the LT and above. Ah, right, okay. I I wasn't sure whether it would be a bit, like, obviously, it'd be a nice feature to have. It's, like, it's not a necessity at all. It's not what you've bought it for. But, like, that would have been just the icing on the cake. But, like, it's still, obviously, an incredible piece of kit. And for what you need, especially if your computer is getting older and prone to having issues, taking that processing power away from it and putting it into a, a standalone unit that is designed exactly for that purpose. Yeah. Sounds like a really good idea. I mean, it's it's funny you should touch upon the, the, the Variax link, actually, because that was one of the things that has possibly made me not buy it a couple of times that's kind of convinced me out of buying the stump a couple of times because I was thinking, like, if I just save a bit more money, I could go for the LT. And then it would be an all-encompassing rig. I could get it to... Because the, the Line 6 link, the L6, um, it powers the Variax, but also allows you to, with your patches, you can put a... Change the guitar or change the... Yeah, you, you put yeah, a block no. into the into the uh, the preset that then points towards the, the Variax and tells it uh, this is the patch on the Variax you need to be on. So it takes a lot of that away. Um, that feature would be really cool, mainly just for the the charging of the uh, the Variax. If I could get something that powered the Variax without me having to plug a battery in, I think I would use the Variax ten times out of ten because it's got it's got all of the sounds there at <laughs> at your fingertips. So you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm I'm really feeling this uh this amp. But it needs something a bit beefier than what I've got at the moment. Okay, plug in the less pull, give it a bit more grunt, uh, and that that's kind of what's convinced me out of it a couple of times. Uh, I've I've thought, oh, I'll, I'll go for the LT. I'll I'll kind of justify the eight hundred quid that the LT is. Um, but then I I just I I reasoned with it. I'd be buying it just as a powering unit for the. Uh, the the variax You're buying it as a power supply at that point yeah I'd, like eight hundred eight hundred quid for a power supply yeah yeah I mean like it do it do the the amp and cab modeling and all of that and whatnot but like what I really want is I want a small unit that can be used as a, a substitute for an amp uh, especially when the kid is in bed it means that I can do that really great sounds and and no no worry of waking him up unless i start getting really into it and start kicking things over in my uh in my room getting like a bit too rock and roll <laughs> um but yeah it's it i i just i kind of reason with it i could i can do the uh do the stomp it will work 
really well for the unit that I've got at the moment. It will work really well for the, the workflow uh, in terms of the YouTube stuff uh, what I've got at the moment. And if I do end up relying super, super, super heavily on the stomp, there's nothing saying that I can't, like, six months, 12 months down the line, sell the stomp and then upgrade to the LT. If, if that's what I really want. But I don't... I, I can't see that I really will. The the uh the bigger um the 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 Helix and the LT have um have lots of blocks available. So like each of the little each of the different things like an amp and a cab will be a block within your kind of line of the preset. The the stomp is uh it is only allow only allows you to have six blocks in one preset, but with an amp and cab only being one, and reverb being one, <laughs> I mean, you've still got four blocks. Left. Yeah, I mean, I managed to get one completely full today, but I, I was I was really trying with that. I really had to try. Like I, I, I put, I uh, can't even remember what amp. It was like a Fenderish style clean amp. There was a. a Timmy style pedal. There was a, a comp, um, uh, an EQ, and a reverb. Yeah, so the, like I, I managed to fill it up, but I didn't really need all that stuff. Uh, I just wanted to see kind of where the limits were, and it still sounded great. Um, yeah, w one of the first things that I did with the unit, uh, because I, I was uh, having to be a parent. Uh, and like a, a responsible member of society, uh, being a parent at the time when the uh, when the little box arrived, um, I, I set it to to update because there was a a recent uh recent update for for the whole of the helix, which is two point nine point one, which sounds really fucking boring, um, but <laughs> like line six users they were like, Ooh. yeah, there, there's there's a couple of things that have, have gone on with it, like so. Uh, the rev uh, rev generator 120 amp has got like two channels a red channel and a purple channel and the purple one is a bit more classic grit classic sounding gain that's been added uh, Fullerton 112 which is like a Fender uh, 5C3 uh, Tweed Deluxe like a vintage 1953 uh, Fender amp sounds alright They've set it as like the, the, the initial preset on it quite gainy. Which done all that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> uh the they've added the Grammatico one to which the Grammatico Lagrange Lagrange. Um <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't even point it out in a lineup. A lineup of one. ZZ Top song, isn't it? Well yeah, Lagrange is a ZZ Top. Uh, tune. This doesn't particularly sound very um, very ZZ top. They've, they've added a couple of pedals as well. The This one, fantastic name for it. Alpaca Rouge. What do you think that's going to be? Oh, is there is, is the de Delay Llama? The, the, no, the Red Llama, which is um, same company, different pedal. Right, okay. Uh, fuzz, I think. Uh, they've done the legendary drive, which was a carving 
uh, carving legacy drive. Uh, Xenomorph, which I think I played uh, the uh, last night, which there was there was one fuzz within the within the series of fuzzies, which didn't sound unconvincing. It sounded quite quite good because they got the kind of velcroy spittiness quite nicely, and I think it might have been that one. Um, yeah, like we. We talked before the start of the cast that there are some kind of there are some drawbacks with uh with the modeling when it comes to the pedal side of things um and the fuzzies i'd I'd just put your own fuzz into it if I'm perfectly honest but there was there was one fuzz that sounded quite good hey it might have been this one yeah and like as as much as it's it's, it's a little bit disappointing that the fuzzes don't sound completely on point at the end of the day you're buying it as an amp unit more than a more than a, a like a an all-in-one encompassing like i know you said that it can do that and like for the clean stuff and i assume for like a driven amp it sounds all right for it but i but even if i was buying a full helix i'd be expecting if i wanted to use a fuzz pedal be using a fuzz pedal not using the helix inbuilt fuzz pedals because it's one of those effects that you don't get digital fuzzes. Yeah. Nobody builds a digital fuzz because an analog fuzz sounds better. Yeah, it's just it's something that the digital world hasn't quite hasn't quite mastered yet. Yeah, and it's not it's not just Line Six that haven't mastered it. Yeah, like n- nobody's mastered the digital fuzz yet. Like, just buy a Raise the Dead. <laughs> yep. Um, there is your top tip for the week. Just buy a raise the dead. What are you waiting for? Just do it now. I mean, if you don't want to raise the dead, Stuart at the moment is doing the lockdown fuzz, which I believe is like based on a germanium raise the dead, but with an external bias and a volume pot. Nah, because he doesn't have to. Because they're not printed. They're just under his. Is it Tatronics? He's doing his yeah. like one-off runs in and he's doing he's doing a run of them and they're a lot cheaper than a raise the dead yeah um, because they're like not non-printed and stuff they're just in a plain black box he also the uh the other day he was rooting through some boxes and he found a v1 raise the dead so it's the raise the dead without the pickup sim in the old enclosures which were like the the bear uh bare metal metal sides with the print yeah like a like a um Screen printed for it. I think it was a, a, it was more like a water slide decal, um, and he was doing that for like seventy quid. I think that's probably gone by now. And if it if it hasn't gone by the time we're recording this, it'll definitely have gone by the time. Um, but yeah, by the time this this releases. But it it's a it is an absolute pro tip. If you've ever been looking at uh, the the tape stuff and thought, oh yeah, I'll give that a go. I'll, I just need to like. Just need to save up just a little bit to to afford it. I mean, because like the the Antares is like is best part of two hundred quid, isn't it? So it's not a not a particularly cheap pedal. It's a fantastic pedal. But if you if you ever thought, oh oh, I'd I'd really like a, a Raise of the Dead, but mm, maybe it's a bit rich for me. He's absolutely knocking out some bargains at the moment. So, yeah, absolutely. So just just do it. Just just keep checking it on his. Uh, uh, on his Instagram, is usually where they first come up. 
So that like if you if you're watching that like a hawk, and if you're not, uh, Tate underscore effects, I think it is uh, Instagram. Um, if you if you if you're not part of that, definitely be part of it because that's that's the place to go. And TateEffects.co.uk, they appear on there. Like once they get on there, getting on it, because uh, uh, like his, his lineup is uh, Race of the Dead and Terry's. We've got the Booster. Uh, there's a bit of controversy over that this week as well, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. Um, what else has he got? He's got the what's his rat clone? Oh yeah, the Not BMB, one. of course. BMB, of course. Oh yeah, the first one. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, yeah, there's quite a few. Uh, and then, like I say, he's doing some like one-off builds under Tatronics. I think he's yeah. calling them. Like, yeah. There's like germanium. Um, Range masters and like like I say three knob, um, was pedals instead of the the standard one knob razor dead. It's like variations of that kind of circle. He's, I think he was doing a fuzz face the other night as well, and just like all sorts of different kind of pedals and everything that Stuart does is meticulous. Like he live streamed last night I think might be the night before um, oh, I watched he? a little bit um, he was just building one of the one of the, the lockdown fuzzers and like he, he's so meticulous with the stuff and like everything is tested before it's done and it, it it's hand built by him everything that he does and everything that comes out with his name on it yeah him there's nobody else working for him he's doing it all on his own and it, it, he he puts so much effort into he's not going to let anything leave that workshop or attic or wherever whatever you want to call the area that he built his pedal he's not going to let anything leave there and go to a customer that he's not happy with no he's he's incredibly fastidious like beyond the point that i would be um like i go well yeah it's working it's not particularly not the prettiest inside but it's working they go at the door he is he's like measuring each and every like the the lengths of wire he pre-cuts them so that he knows exactly Everyone is exactly the same. He's like a machine. Um, but yeah, so that's a place where you can find bargains at the moment. And I think um, we're going to give you one last bargain hunt as well before we wrap this podcast up. Um, if I remember rightly, I think I've seen a couple of uh, a couple of Xander pedals that were uh, like on the demo board. So like the, the older, uh, older enclosures, uh, have been used but still still perfectly perfectly serviceable and they've been going for like uh 75 and 85 or 85 yeah, and 95 yeah it was uh 85 for the two weren't it there was um so there was there, there was four in total there was two distortions and two drives the drives were 10 quid more than the distortions but they were like it's either 85 and 95 or 75 and 85 yeah um, they've been up for a week or more now so i assume they're gone oh there you go then I, I would guess. I mean, I might be wrong. Maybe maybe you're in luck and he hasn't sold them all yet. But um, yeah, that it, it's at least a week since I saw that poke because I very nearly bought one and then talked myself out of it in the end and now I kind of regret it. <laughs> yeah, so when this podcast's over. Mm. Well, no, because the money that I'd spent on, I would have spent on that, I spent on pedals for building that I've now fucked up. <laughs> Too true, man. Too true. Like I say, I've got I've got a cupboard full of like PCBs and parts, which if I would have saved those, I could be sitting on a collection of like Thorpey pedals. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, that's like this is the scary thing about what I've done is like I've, if I fall down this rabbit hole bad, I'm going to end up like being more than my shelf can hold. Like the the shelf above where your picture is on the computer screen got your two pedals on it, and um, it's then got my soldering like yeah station clampy yeah. clampy station thingy soldering iron three boxes of two partially built kits and a kit that I'm waiting for parts to come for. Yeah. And I'm like, well, if I build these, the cardboard boxes are bigger, like width wise than the enclosures. It means I can buy another pedal and stick that there. But I'm soon going to run out of space. And I know that I'm just going to end up like selling for cost the pedals that I've built, try and fund more pedals. It, yeah, it it gets like that. It does. Uh, yeah, I've, I mean, I had to start doing YouTube stuff to stop myself from falling down that rabbit hole. <laughs> but I don't know whether I want to stop myself or not. There you go. Yeah, you'll probably end up with Matronics uh, by the end of the year. Yeah, maybe. No, I, I, I definitely haven't fallen into it that to the point where I know which bits of the circuit do what yet, so that's a way off, but... Indeed. I've, I've like been talking to Joe and talking to Stuart and some like um Simon as well, the JSA and just like I'm I'm gonna end up building so many pedals. Yep, yeah you are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah give uh, give one of Simon's a, a go. He's um his his pedals are fun. And you get to do a bit of Vero then as well. Um, yeah, well that's the thing, I assume that's the next step, isn't it? Vero board rather than it is, it is. Yeah, I, I started on Vero. I did my first ever pedal was was a Vero build, um, and then I veered away from that because I couldn't be bothered with this like counting the hitting the dots and the lines. I just wanted a PCB. Yeah, R one. That's where that goes. Um, anyway, I think it's it's probably a place where we wrap it for this week because uh, we we could talk about the Strymon compadre, but I think we'll save that for the live stream. Um, because there ain't fuck all else to talk about, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, I've I've seen the the Strymon, isn't it? Is it like ready pink? Yeah, it's yeah, like a kind of faded red, a boost and a comp. But we'll again, we'll t- we'll talk about it in detail yep. uh, on the live stream. So uh, we've we've plugged our Patreon at the start, but you get a bonus one this week because I'm feeling feeling saucy, Bimson. Yeomans, Christ, uh, Joe Richardson, um, Max Gibbons, Yuji Rection. Thank you. You guys keep the lights on. <laughs> and thank you, you podcast listeners, for listening. Uh, we do appreciate your ears. Um, if you want to catch us online, you go Red Talk Podcast uh, group. Like all the links are in the description of this podcast. So wherever you're getting it, if it's iTunes, Acast, Stitcher, uh, Castbox is the one that I'm on at the moment. Uh, I mean, we we do it on pretty much. I think we're on Spotify as well, uh, which is mental. We definitely are on Spotify. Um, yeah, there you go then. Um, within the the description, there's there's a bunch of links below. So use them to click. But like, uh, Fret Talk podcast groups on Facebook. Uh, for me, it's Budget Pedal Chap. You are finding me on Instagram, YouTube, uh, 
Twitter, I think I'm on, but just don't don't turn. Um so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh at budget pedal chap, you pretty much find me. Uh Matt, you are Gil underscore Matt Q at Twitch, Twinstagram, Twa Itter. There you go. That's yeah, that I think I'm tired. I think I think that's that's probably what it is. <laughs> uh, Sounds like it. It does, doesn't it? I think yeah, I've run out of steam. Um so yeah, that's us for this week. Thank you for coming along on this journey. Um uh, keep safe, make sure that you aren't going crazy. I hope that this podcast is helping you not go Jack Nicholson shining and <laughs> just fully fully mentaled out. Um yeah, just keep on keep it on. It's we we're closer to the end of it than we were last week. And it's just gonna get just gonna get shorter as the weeks go on. So yeah. Hang in there. Uh so from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. From Mr. Matt Quine. Say bye, Matt. Hi Matt. Wee. And if you were a fan of the quiz, as I've mentioned one or two times, hit us up in the Fret Talk Podcast group. From myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap, it will be a tatty boy. It will be good night for this week. Ta-ra, Rubit. Bye. sort of room has no windows or doors? I don't know. A mushroom. <laughs> really? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're not incorrect there, Matt. I think we might have that one for the for the end of the cast, you know. <laughs> <laughs>